Welcome to It Sounded Like a Good Idea at the Time, the weekly podcast hosted solely by me. That's right, just me, <laughs> Caroline, because I no longer have a co-host. Wait, whoa, you shut up because you don't remember my intro anymore. Right, I've totally forgotten. Some of us need to take care of our health mentally. Okay, well... <laughs> That's not the, what it was. At the expense of my mental health, thank well, you very much. It anyway, is what it is. Here I am. That's a familiar voice you may remember from yesteryear. It's Hannah uh-huh. joining me. The Hannah. From a month and a half ago. Yes. Yes. <laughs> from, from two episodes. And let me tell you, you had a real hard time logging on to record. And yeah, neither, I did. neither Mallory nor Chris had a hard time. So I don't know. It's like I've I've improved co-hosts. Yeah. It felt like you slipped a little uh, bug in the link that you sent or something. <laughs> well, and not to like, I don't know minimize the work of those excellent co-hosts but you decided to join me specifically for this episode because Uh we're being joined by two of our favorites yes uh angela and alana from exposing smg by popular demand so hello ladies (laughs) hi guys guys. hey thanks for having a Thanks for having us it. again. <laughs> We're so excited. And you didn't have a hard time logging in. So congratulations <laughs> yeah. to you for that. Um, and yeah, right before I started recording, we were updating each other on our lives because you guys took a mental health break from the website, from social, and really are just like heroes for doing that for yourself. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people doing that lately. Like a lot of the accounts I follow that have like followings for different reasons are like, either like taking a break or just coming back from a break yeah yeah you know what it is i feel like it's because of um it's because of like 2020 we had nothing to do like everyone besides like you know be on social media and kind of like pick up all our social media slack so now with the world like resuming a little bit back to normal i feel like people are like you know going back to like they need a break from the social media they want like actual human interact interactions i guess (laughs) yeah you know it's funny like i'll catch myself being like i don't actually want to be scrolling right now like i want my hand to not be holding a phone Mm -hmm. but i (laughs) during 2020 it was like melded to my hand exactly yeah i feel this i feel the same way it's like i'm like "Mm, i don't even want to be looking at this like i need i have a I read a paper book at the at the beach this weekend. So wow, that feels pretty smug. Ooh, like we've you're been picking a up reading too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there. You go. What have you guys been reading? I mean, I read what is. I was reading like a lot of like um, popular ones on TikTok. Like I'm, I'm late to the trend, but one of them is like "You Are a Badass" or like "Badass Habits," something like that. Oh yes, yes, yes. I can yeah. picture the cover of that. The you, you are guys, a badass. I can see the, the cover one. too. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The yellow one. Yeah. Yeah, but I've been trying to get more into like you know me and Alana both. It's like, you know, more crazy books kind of get lost in that experience. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's It's been like a real relief to just kind of get lost in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a delight. I haven't I haven't even been watching like as much TV, although it is Shark Week. So oh. it's mm-hmm. on nonstop at my house now. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Hannah and Shark Week. <laughs> you heard it here first. I don't know if anyone knew. <laughs> but to answer your question, um, girls, you know, you guys run a very popular website together and probably have bumped heads in the past. But I would assume that neither of you have quit on the other one. And <laughs> <laughs> what happened here is Hannah said, I don't want to do it anymore. And I said, okay. You are making it sound dramatic, like we got in a let me tell you a few people have like casually dropped a dm that's like uh hey just thinking of like hannah and hope everything's okay and i'm like well first of all don't think of hannah secondly (laughs) it's fine but i do wonder how many people think that there was actually like 
a falling, falling out. out because right. there was. It was not a falling oh out. God. People knew how often we are never not in communication. That's, ever. that's like, true. It did it did happen over text at each of our houses, like not very far away. But we, I was like, well, we are never going to be friends again. It yeah. is only the podcast. Oh you guys together. are lucky we haven't been on Instagram because I would have been like, hey, hey, what's going on here? Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Put us all in a group chat. What's going on? Where's Hannah? <laughs> well, exactly. I'm like, there uh, really does uh, need to be a better explanation than just, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. Because well, I don't know. I thought <laughs> the burnout was just very real. Like, I was just like, yeah. not. Well, and it's because, too, we're different people who get different creative joy from different things. Yeah, like, for sure. So it's. <laughs> Go on. Elaborate. Do you feel like if you were doing your part to ensure that we were not wow. in a fight to everyone, there wouldn't be questions. So. <laughs> well, perhaps that's true. But you know what? Here we, we are in a fight. Um, but no, I, uh, I, I did say like, oh, I want to come back and talk about like favorite things, and I haven't been invited to do that. Well, because- so I don't know. Maybe there's a lot we need to because I've, I've got things. Well, Wait, Anna, my- is this your comeback episode? Yeah. Oh. Oh, wow! Oh. Zero, fanfare. <laughs> Zero fanfare. This is her. This is her new era. We'll see if this one flops or or not. You let uh, us know uh, if you guys want us to mediate between you guys. Come on, yeah. friends. Here. Honestly, <laughs> that is actually that's why we called you here today. Yeah, this is why we, we, we had you on. This, we need to do this with you guys and not just us. Um, <laughs> we don't want to talk about celebrities at all. We want you guys to tell us who's doing a better job with our brand. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, no, I would never do that. <laughs> neither of us um but speaking of fights i have wanted to bring this up so i was looking at you guys's um <laughs> you guys's sound so um it your new, very your, midwestern it does your <laughs> new website is like sleek i really like it but uh your your latest post like picture that's up right now is justin bieber and Haley bieber did i see something of him like yelling at her yes i saw what yesterday what's going on with yeah. that oh it's a good way to start it off with that couple. Yes, I'm sure you had like way more plans, Caroline, and all this, but <laughs> no, this is fine. Meeting. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Railroad the conversation. Go. So, so I was, you know, scrolling on Twitter, and then I saw, I saw, like, I think Justin. It was a day of when he was performing with Diplo or something, some event. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they, as they were leaving, uh, he was like cold, like him and Haley were walking out and like someone like filmed him and he looked like angry because he was like expression. It kind of look, looked like he was yelling and pointing at Haley. Uh-huh. Right. And so then, of course, it went viral on TikTok. Oh, Justin Bieber hates his wife because TikTok <laughs> hates Justin and Haley. <laughs> yes. Like, that is like the main place where all like the um, like it'll go viral for that. Right. And so I was like, I was looking at the video and I, I even I even did a poll yesterday on Twitter, and I was like, "What do you guys think of this?" And majority of them were just like, "Oh, Justin's hype. It, that's just how he is." Because many people that were there said that he was like, I don't know, singing back to Haley, and he was like this on this high after performing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and everyone there say um, like there was a lot of like tweets. I was actually gonna discuss it maybe in a new post or something. I don't know, but um, they're saying as they were walking to the car, like everyone's having a great time and all of that. And I feel like 
I don't think that Justin would be yelling at Haley because as I've said on the blog um, in the latest uh, daily update, and we have a new one coming up, you know, they've definitely had their fair share of issues, especially with Justin being a train wreck and Haley Haley kind of being... Mainly just because of him, sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I want to give him some credit, but uh, he's, you know, he's led a difficult life. (laughs) He's also done some work. He's done some work on himself. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not really like... Uh, truly <laughs> he's not really like a yeller in public like i just feel like that's yeah, kind of out of character new- for him i just yeah, i watched it i watched it a few times and i'm like mm-hmm. i can't imagine that he's actually yelling at her i it sounds it seemed like to me he was like reiterating something else like i'm picturing yeah. if my husband gets mad never at me obviously because i'm a perfect wife but if, he gets, <laughs> if he's like recounting something that made him mad like he'll get really expressive about it and i'm like that's what that looked like to me not that he was yeah. screaming at her right yeah, when she exactly. didn't seem phased in the least so that would <laughs> make way like, more than she was okay. just yeah <laughs> she was laughing because justin also like um after everything he's been through in the public eye um one thing that we've always been told about him is that if he's gonna have like an if he's gonna get mad or angrier about something he is gonna do it behind closed doors because for most of his oh, okay. life his entire life is documented so right. he kind of wants to have a little bit of control over that especially being in like now the most serious relationship he's ever been like as a married man right um and but there are times where like justin does not know how to differentiate between what is public and what is personal and we've seen this a lot with him and Haley in quarantine when they would be on this oh these dreaded facebook and instagram lives (laughs) and they wanted to so desperately like show the world their side and it's just like Sure, Justin, maybe if I'm watching this because I have like 15 million sources about you, I can understand where you're coming from. But anyone else, you look like a complete douchebag. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, you know, for a long time, he tried so hard to prove his point to people about, you know, about Haley and all of that. And so it just got to the point where the more they showed themselves or the more they wanted to like kind of show something to people, the more everyone will twist it out of, you know, completely in something else. It's kind of like... um, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ham. Nope, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brought this up before, but Tina Fey said something, and now I'm going to twist it, in her um, first first book, or at least the book she put out a long time ago, that said, it was like, you can never, like, defend yourself. Like, you can never, like, speak up against people saying anything about you. Like, it'll just make it worse every single time. There's there's just no way. I can't remember what exactly she said, but I have seen it to be true just in in every scenario in life like it's almost like you just have to let the facts speak for themselves or just let it die down because the more you the more you uh protest it just makes for some reason (laughs) we just feel like nope that means guilty you're like nope that's not good enough like whatever it is yeah well and i think too he comes off to me not knowing him at all but he (laughs) comes off like you know those guys like in high school who most likely are jocks or like we're told they were hot but have the sense of humor of like a sixth grader forever where Mm -hmm. they're gonna seem like douches no matter what even if they're not but it's like they're arrested it is like arrested development so yes. like when he's like being mean to her on instagram live because you expect a married 
grown ass man to treat his wife better. You're like, I, that doesn't translate for me. But he's like that middle school jerk who's like, I'm going to be mean to you yeah, to show people I like for you. Sure. And a lot of people forget that Justin has like this dorky um, prankster douchebag um, personality. Like that is who he is at his core. And that's how like people that hang out with him, like not from firsthand experience or it could be firsthand experience. I'm playing. <laughs> but, like, from, you know, from, <laughs> from like, you know, different sources or even different celebrities. Like that's how Justin is. Like he's very competitive. And like, I feel like as earlier fans, cause you know, we've been running this blog for a long time and the first two people we've ever covered were justin and selena right and um and so in the beginning before before like the industry sucked the life out of him like you can Uh see it in interviews like he was very like dorky and sarcastic and sassy and like that he's still the same exact person now but the main difference is back then he was branded as like this pure heartthrob from canada he's humble and now he has an abusive woman hating image preceding him and so with that surrounded it completely clouds anything like if justin like for example justin and selena have had worse moments in public than justin and Haley have had but because that justin and selena are attached to like a nostalgic image everyone will take justin and Haley as you know this horrible couple that broke that broke selena gomez's heart and so they will focus more on their bad moments and that will go viral and so everyone will you know associate the other the latter with like you know being better and all of that so you know that's why like justin and selena i mean Haley and selena both represent different justins in their life and so the public perceives justin positively with selena but negatively with Haley because of his image and that's well, what and fascinating think, <laughs> and i would think that, that's a great ted talk but i would also pursue <laughs> like selena does the work to make sure that like her brand is known as that where Haley seems to be fine with a brand an image of herself that's like aloof and kind of far removed so you aren't as like endeared to her necessarily now as like a 34 year old mom I'm like I really appreciate that but it's also part of like you're not endeared to Haley in the same way as you would like somebody who grew up watching Wizards of Waverly Place you know and like no feeling like you know Selena Truly. And also like Selena, like you said, like we've known her from an adorable child. She tends to she has just like kind of that baby face, adorable. Yeah. Haley is a Baldwin. Like yeah. <laughs> there's so many exactly. things about yeah. the Baldwins. And oh my God. so she Here's comes from that. You don't need business strategy advice from me, but if you did, what I would like for you to do is somehow get Haley to talk about how she feels about Ilaria Hillary Baldwin and oh her experience as a fake Spanish woman. That's what oh I was really God, That was a trip. Honestly, the entire Baldwin family is like insane. Yes. You should yes. Dive the Baldwins because I think that there's a lot to cover oh, with is. all those brothers. Yeah, yeah, there is. And a lot, like, once again, like, um, that family's you know shadiness obviously like will latch on to Haley even though whenever I'm asked about it you know both Alon and I say like you know despite what anyone thinks about Haley she definitely has her flaws and like her diva tactics but I would never come I would never say like she's the worst Baldwin like at the end of the day she's yeah. just like arguably a child in the the big sharks league is what I would like yeah. to say mm, yeah she, that makes she sense. seems far removed from them like when I see is, is is her dad Steven was he the one who was on Gossip Girl for a little bit Yes. Oh, no, I think that's her. Wait, is that her uncle? Or is it Billy? No, it's is Stephen her, her dad. uncle's oh. Alec. Right? Oh, Alec. Yeah, Alec was. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Alec was the one that was on Gossip Girl. Uh, Stephen was on Gossip oh, Girl. Stephen was on Gossip yeah. Girl. 
uh, anyway, when I see him, I'm like, <laughs> you guys are like dad, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like you, Serena's dad. Yes, no, yes, and he was like the worst. And I'm like, you are, you act like you probably are in real life. So I can't even like, right, like it wasn't acting. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so then like, I see her. And, it was a show. They were like, just show up. <laughs> right. And she is like really classy seeming to me and like, I don't know, refined. And I'm like, he's a joke. So. Well, yeah. she probably a lot of it is like the product of like coming out of that crazy. Like she's probably aloof as like a bit of a defense mechanism. General, yeah, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And with okay. her new YouTube channel, it's like it's helping people like the main reason they made that is so, you know, more people can see like Kaylee's personality because to most people, like <clears throat> even Alana and I, we were like, does she even have a personality? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You don't know anything about her except like that she's a model. So is she a model officially? She's a model, right? Yeah, um, but she doesn't do runway, does she? She's more comfortable. I feel like she did a lot of runway when she kind of wanted to be like Kendall during right. like 2017. Uh, yeah. I think she's more comfortable doing photo shoots now. Um, yeah. But yeah. We found her element there. She, <laughs> yeah, I don't think she likes runway that much. I think she was just kind of doing it because everyone she was hanging out with at the time, like the Hadids and the Jenners. So right. she was yeah. just doing runway with them. Yeah, yeah um, that makes sense. Okay, I have a question. Here are three people or three sets of celebrities that I want to talk about today. But add Agenda. add or subtract anybody that you want. <laughs> um, Britney Spears in her conservatorship slash Jamie Lynn slash the Spears. That's one set. Um, like Twenty hour long podcast. I know that's its, its own. Itself. So, haha! <laughs> buckle up, ladies. Here we are. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian. Mm -hmm. and Demi Lovato those are the three that I really want to hit am I forgetting anybody who's like making big news right now yeah uh yeah you wanted to also talk about Megan Fox and oh yes I knew Hannah would want to oh yes and And Courtney Courtney no not Courtney what's her name Chloe Kardashian uh Chloe and Tristan yeah man I mean but those are like not a lot going on there I mean you know there's information okay well here's here's what I'm living for updates on just as a (laughs) fast hit on Chloe um did you guys see that she posted a picture of herself um in like an outdoor shower and lamar commented on it and then tristan commented on it and then tristan replied (laughs) to lamar and was like basically shoot your shot but i'm like you all suck like what's going except (laughs) i will forever love chloe and lamar together and i don't care who says what about it but um what is the update there? Are she and Tristan together? Are they not together? Oh, so <laughs> that mess. <laughs> oh. it, it, it seems so messy. Like yeah. she cannot not You know have what mess. it is? It's the fact that the Kardashians and the Jenner clan as a whole, that no matter what happens, they view this mentality as we protect one of us. And by one right. of us, it means like, if that's a baby daddy. And right. so it's kind of why, like, they've kept up with Scott, uh, Scott Disick's BS throughout the years is because, you know, he's, you know, father to Courtney's children. And right. so that is exactly how they view um, Tristan. And no matter what happens, they will always view him as that because that to them, like, okay, yeah, he's cheating, but the Kardashians live in a backward, the backworld reality or like cheating is like, oh, okay, like, everybody cheats. It's a, kind of like drugs at that norm. point. Right, it's right, their right. norm. And Jeez. so with their breakup, that breakup has like I was just talking to like a friend, um, a close source about the or the Kardashians, Jenners, and then she said that 
whenever like like there's a breakup announcement like that it mainly has to do with them protecting their image and yeah, so yeah, by yeah. them i mean the kardashians like at the end of the day they'll protect like baby daddy sure but in first spot will remain to the kardashians so chloe looks like a goddamn clown like what is this the thousandth breakup this year right yeah especially with like also like recent news came out like he had like a foursome or something right yeah. and yeah. so Ooh. yeah that came out that came out while they were still together however right. they wanted to make it seem like oh no like they've like been broken up for a while but like that's not true that was just that breakup was done to avoid embarrassment and the same the same thing happened with oh with j-lo and uh yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> yes. remember we talked about them on the podcast last time and then they ended up yeah. breaking up and i said it on instagram i was like you know they're not get, they're not back together they're just trying to have like a better um image Oh, I quoted you when we discussed that, too. I was like, they said that she that like she's going to say that they're back together. And then shortly, like sometime not too long, be like, oh, it didn't work out because it looks bad on her if he's cheating, especially with like a younger woman. Yeah, and exactly. you were exactly like right. Fools. Right. Yeah. Dude, like, oh, totally. That to me made them look so much worse. And that to me, and you can tell me if Ben and um Jennifer are truly together. To me, oh, yeah. I, I was like to talk about she that was too. scrambling to like cover that with something louder because they looked like idiots. One hundred percent. Like that's how it is. Like at the end of the day, everyone wants to protect their image because their image is their brand. Right. And so right. like everyone does that. This whole breakup thing. I mean, some couples do it like backwards, like Justin and Selena. <laughs> like Selena benefits <laughs> yeah. off the he cheated on me narrative. While others don't want that public humiliation. But it depends on what your brand is. And so for people like um Courtney Kardashian, not Courtney, oh my God. Chloe. <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> um Chloe and uh Jennifer Lopez, they want to perceive this image that like, no, no, I'm badass. Like nobody would cheat on me. Which right. is, you know, sure, like they are gorgeous, beautiful women. But, you know, you're with toxic men at the end of the day. And so that's right. with court. Oh, uh, my God. I told Hannah before you logged on, I told Caroline I wasn't feeling well. So oh, man. <laughs> that's why I'm completely out of it. <laughs> but yeah, they want to. That's just they want to preserve that image. And, you know, a few months ago, there was also engagement rumors between, uh, you know, Tristan and Chloe. And he got the big ring. I don't know if you guys saw on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and they has been, there's been a lot of talk that they're trying for a sibling for true and, you know, all of that stuff. And it's like, well, so what's true? No pun intended. <laughs> Got it. Exactly. Thank you. Um, that's crazy. So, okay, so Travis and Courtney. So when we when you were here last time, they they were just starting to like the news was breaking that they were together and now they are creeping me out in a huge way on Instagram. <laughs> and I really, really like both of them, but it is a lot. And I think Hannah, you said that there, or maybe I did, it doesn't matter that um, they're shopping around a new reality show together. Oh, I said and that and I will claim it because I am so <laughs> proud of myself. I was exactly <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm, and I think at the time too, I was like, Angela and Alana would be proud. But you know, like their end result, it's, it's too much. It's too much for me. And I'm like, are, is he, are they trying to compete with Scott and Amelia Hamlin? Like what is happening there? So, um, I don't remember what I said about them last time. But in this time span, we've definitely gotten information. And, um, you know, all the listeners will get the first inside scoop because we haven't really talked about them on the blog or anything. Um, yep. 
So the first question I asked was, you know, is this a fake relationship? <laughs> they're down on right, right. everybody's throats. Like, that's the first relationship you ask, all sources. And, right. you know, shockingly, like, no. I mean, I guess not that shockingly because, I you feel know, like the Kardashians don't really do fake relationships. It depends, yeah. They, like, well, the Jenners, that's a different story. Well, I'm a Kendall, actually. <laughs> oh, wait, wait Aaron, down. okay wait come back to that later come back to that oh, later yes, go yes, ahead yes. go ahead and so carry courtney, on but i want to talk yeah. about that later <laughs> so courtney like um you know alan and i were discussing this we came to an agreement that courtney really doesn't do like fake relationships and you we can see that on the show too like courtney is very like yeah. no no i don't want to perceive an image it's not me and like go off right that's wow, kind you of the you perfect know, uh, you courtney. exactly like her so you should start oh, doing no. cameos on behalf of us on tiktok <laughs> 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 um so basically i was just recently i actually recently just did a video about Clo uh courtney and travis and there's a lot of drama right now in between because they're everyone's saying like he hooked up with kim back in the day and then his ex-wife came yeah. out and said right. you know shanna mokler she was like um kim first broke up my family and now this other family this other sister in the family broke up my family and to be honest i don't know if they hooked up because what i do know is that travis you know back in the day he is a rock star you know he's what is totally he, like, yeah drummer for blink 182 yeah. Um, and so he led the typical cliche rock star, li rock star life in the back. Like, you know, the money, the girls, the partying, the. So there was definitely like cheating going on. I don't know if it was with Kim or not, because I don't remember what Kim was doing at the time. She was like Paris's assistant. Yeah, well, um, she was going on one date with Nick Lachey and making headlines. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. um, basically, they're not fake. And what's interesting is that what's being said about them is actually true. They have been friends for a very long time. And what's what's important here is that they their kids get along very very well together, oh, and so like gotcha. that's not a lie. Like the kids love each other, and, and I feel um, like that's important for both of them, especially mm -hmm. uh, especially Courtney. Yeah, but the yeah, main thing sense. in the relationship, and this will make sense because of all their like you know their PDA and all their Instagram and the cringiness captions. Basically, they even though they're both like the same age, you know they're in the same age group, but being together it gives Courtney this like fresh new air. Um, like no, this like right. fresh new vibe, and it's like the same thing. We'll talk about it also with Machine Gun Kelly and um, Megan Fox. But despite the fact that they're in the same age group, they both lead completely different lifestyles. Courtney, you know, branded herself as the mature one of the Kardashians, and she's always, right. you know, the mom of the group. Like you know blah 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 while travis leads this like rock star lifestyle you know the scandalous the the bad boy-esque all of that and so that's something that intrigues courtney and he's something different than what all of the other men that she's been with and if you guys notice like after scott you know she dipped her she dipped into the pool of like different you know different arenas she went with yeah. Eunice what is he a model right yeah right. yeah he's yeah. a model he's a lot other, younger yeah exactly and with the other actor who's Luke Sabat I think oh, so yes 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 yeah and you yep, know yep. and so now she's with this like rock star Travis and she is in this phase where she's kind of like experiencing um whatever she likes whatever like gives her this new um like this high yeah. And so that's what it is. So that's why they're acting like teenage children, because both of them being together, they feel young, wild and free. And, um, you know, I, I said this in a video, too. And I was like, you know, they're not the poster child of like a modest couple. Like, you don't look at them and be like, oh, they're modest. No, they're right. going to be on top of each other, tongue down throats, <laughs> like the UFC thing, like all the whole thing. And the thing is, is that they love the attention. Courtney yeah, has tell. no intention of getting back together with Scott. Like she has no intention. They, they're milking that. Sure. And like they bring Scott around on the 
on the was it the interview was he yeah there? he was there yeah, like the reunion show exactly. yeah but that goes back to the fact that they'll protect the baby daddies like no matter what so they'll always be involved and they've kind of normalized you know like, yeah we're not together but like he's the father so like you know we, we keep him around and all of that despite like you know scott's extremely problematic past right and again they're all problematic but <laughs> um <laughs> but basically yeah i'm trying to think if there was anything else more to say about them well, it does make sense because she was with Scott when she was like really young. Yeah. Um. Well, she was twenty five or twenty eight or something. What was the in the first he season? He was younger too. I mean, he was younger, younger, right? Yeah. But I think she was with him for like a little while. So like, like she's probably years. like yeah. twenty fifteen. I think. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And um, Benny Drama is like killing me on tiktok or something because he's constantly like uh parodying courtney as like this goth chick from like <laughs> when i was in high school and like just kind of like going through her like or like her emo phase um now that she's dating travis and i don't know i think be it be the kardashians whatever as they may you know live a little like well there's no reason she can't live a little and do whatever she wants in her relationship it is extremely showy but you know it's, it's like, kind of like satisfying you. different aspects of their li- of lives that she you know you dream about like you know being like the bad boy rock star yes so exactly. that she satisfies that little itch that she had yes well and it's uh my husband and i went out to dinner a few weeks ago for the first time and i don't know forever and mm-hmm. i was like we look exactly like travis and courtney like just mom <laughs> and dad going out on a date night while i'm like pregnant <laughs> and sipping seltzer and they're like sucking each other's thumbs and stuff like, this is just like we get it girl <laughs> i know i'm like good for you sweetie now tuck it in this is too much for me <laughs> <laughs> so okay um who else oh, okay let me talk about demi lovato but let me you guys did a really good job in your post about her back in may or about them back in may yeah um and i want to disclaim this carefully because you guys did a great job i don't want to be skeptical of their identity mm-hmm. however i'm fairly skeptical about the timing of the announcement of their new identity because it feels to me like Demi is forever aligning themselves with what is topical. And I am skeptical anew of Demi and what she's been sharing or not sharing, because I feel like it used to be, you would expect Demi to be very vulnerable and like fresh, like it would feel like a breath of fresh air that they were letting you behind the scenes. And now I'm like, this is tired. Yeah. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. No, no, you're right. And, and I noticed a lot of people thinking that when the third documentary came out, because then she would dismiss both documentaries previously. So then people would just be like, oh, how do we know this one is actually the real one? Like, how do we know in the future you're not going to come back and say, oh, never mind, guys, like that wasn't me at all. Like, this is the real me now. Yeah. Right. So. And so the issue with Demi, I'm going to try my best to, like, you know, use the correct pronouns. Yeah, same. <laughs> um. But the yeah. issue with Demi is that, you know, Demi is someone, I feel like we have a lot of data on on mm. them. <laughs> um, we have a lot of data because, you know, there's so many experiences. So I can feel, I feel like, and I said this in the post that, you know, they went down a rabbit hole of, rabbit hole of feeling like the victim. And the, the, the crazy part here is that I don't think they're aware 
of where they're at. And I feel like they're completely out of touch with reality. And so coming out as non-binary, that read to everybody as, oh, you're just doing this to distract again or give us a reason to why you reacted the way you did with the Froyo scandal, which was like bonkers. I remember when it was going on, I was like, what's going on right now? Wait, can you give a, I'm trying to remember the Froyo scandal. Can oh, so the first, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, Demi went into this froyo shop called the Big Chill in LA. It's like a very like well known shop, and um, she didn't like how there were like the, sugar free yeah, options. That there was like, the branding. She they were not, they didn't like the branding. Like it said, sugar free options or like by the by the froyo thing, they had like sugar free cookies and guilt free uh, or whatever. eat me guilt free. And so you know, Demi felt as if that was that triggered that triggered her and it triggered you know their past addictions as well and so they went on instagram and they were like uh what did i say they said they wanted to prove a point so they when they did it they was very aggressive it was just very like oh the branding is not right and um this is very like this isn't this is glorifying eating disorder culture and demi has a bad habit of using Twitter and Instagram as her diary or therapist. So a lot of people get, there's just, she's always branded as somebody who just can't stop besides, uh, can't stop until they drag themselves into like a big issue because they just have to take everything publicly. They have to put all their thoughts on Instagram and Twitter. So after the frozen yogurt thing, people were just so tired of her because she's been like this for so long. They, sorry. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Well, so that was a Frodo thing. Okay. Well, and then the Thank timeline, you. if I'm not mistaken, was Demi came out and said that they were part of the LGBTQ plus community, but didn't well, specify what it was. Haven't, right? Yeah, I was going to say, haven't they always been have identified as bisexual? Or is that... Yeah. I thought that that's been a thing for a while. Yeah, it's just because Demi has had high profile relationship with men that um, no one really remembers their previous, uh, like them coming out as bi. Or like queer also. They came out as queer like a few years ago. This isn't like, this isn't new. Um, Right. Yeah. And so so basically, I don't think they came out purposely to like, um, what's it called? You know, take attention away from the Froyo scandal. But it kind of like was this this revelation of like people will now understand why I'm feeling the way I feel. Right. And so they're looking at this as, you know, once again, as a way out, like someone, please give me an example to how I feel. And the truth is like Demi, just the more they keep digging for like information, the more they're just going to continue being hollow. Like you not knowing how you identify is not the reason why you flipped out at the um, at the Froyo shop. And then everyone like. What drives me insane is that Demi had was extremely respected, not just for their voice, but for like what they stood for behind the scenes and with mm-hmm. the public outbursts that could have easily went to a therapist or like a friend. Um, they're losing that respect to the point where like a bunch of like different celebrities came out in support of the Big Chill, which is the frozen yogurt shop, because everyone just like, bro, Demi is insane. Um, right. Yeah, no, not to like, not to like make fun of her for any of her issues because I firsthand like you know have talked about what they've gone through, but it's that it's that reaction that makes the general public not want to hear what you have to say, and so right. nobody wants 100%. to hear what you're saying in your documentary. No one wants to hear what you're saying on in the album, and that's sad because the documentary and the album were both great. Both yeah, did, did the documentary get the views that they were expecting? Because I feel like what happened, at least from what I saw, was the big parts were 
covered by Us Weekly or People or whatever. And then I didn't hear that many people talking about having actually watched it. Now, I watched it because I told you guys I always like to align with a celebrity. Um, (laughs) Demi's best friend, who's featured very prominently in the documentary, and I went to middle school and high school together. And I... Was very excited to see him on the documentary. Um, yeah, and now Matthew, we follow, right? Yeah, Matthew's yeah, now we follow each other on Insta, so I got the follow back. Hey, um, wow! Yeah, girls. <laughs> 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 a couple <laughs> times. We yeah, were Car- a- Caroline is your yeah. new source. Yeah, yeah. I have been yeah. telling you this since Carl Lentz. You, you're looking for a source? Look no further. Right. Anyway, <laughs> um, I watched for that reason because he is truly such a nice guy Mm -hmm. such a nice guy we went to a private christian school together and it was obvious that he and his brother daniel they're twins and they're on each other's instas a lot um were it was just not like a thriving environment for them but they were so kind and so nice so when i heard that they were best friends i was like this is a good influence for her and so hearing his experience on the documentary i was like okay okay this is great but then when she started talking about you know, she's California sober or they are California sober mm-hmm. and feeling like they were pre-justifying her use still of substances and things like that. I'm like, this is a little bit tired to me. Yeah. yeah. And I like how Elton John in the documentary was like, nope, not going to work out. Like he yeah. wasn't even going to pretend to like he agreed with it. And I feel like he kind of spoke for a lot of people who heard that and said, are you like sure you want to yeah. do California sober? And, and the sad part is that a few weeks ago, Actually, um, one of the close one of our close sources said that there is a rumor, um, and by rumor, like I'm using the term lightly, but <laughs> I low key believe it, um, <laughs> that you know Demi as you know unfortunately like you know slipped back you know down that hole, and I it's something like I don't even know how to talk about it because like we've talked about before, like sometimes when it comes to situations like these, we all we want to like you know have some morals. And all of that. Uh-huh. But yeah, it, right. is, it is scary to kind of just like live in this like delusional bubble or just like wish for the best when everyone around you is pointing to like, yeah, no, I don't, we, we've, we've heard this. And a lot of times like it starts off between like the sources and the inside world as, you know, this is a rumor to no, 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 I have like proof confirmation. And then slowly it makes its way out to the public eye. So that's something that's extremely worrying right now. And it's not something that I feel like I will talk about on the blog that much because I know it will cause a lot of drama because we have a huge right. robotic fandom and i don't want to kind of cause chaos but you know that's the sad part again well and i think that somebody i i really respect them for being so open about their addiction struggles um addiction is something that is a huge piece of my family and so i don't take that lightly and do appreciate that they are trying to remove some stigmas from it but at the same time when i heard the talk about California sober and if Hannah, you might not have heard it, but basically Demi said that um, alcohol is still a regular part and weed. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that and you, you told me. About, I, okay. You um, told me about it and you told me what it means. So, oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> let me make you feel really bad here. So <laughs> let me mansplain to you. What I need I needed you to mansplain you. it to me. So it's fine. I did not know. <laughs> um, so, okay. Listeners, if you didn't know, that's what it means. Right. Um, but I feel like you kind of become a target when you open yourself up so much. So it's almost like if those things come to light, I think people will become increasingly like, less compassionate and that's a yeah. really sad situation too yeah for sure yeah i think i think so too i i agree with you it does it's because p- 
people don't need reasons to like lose compassion for Mm -hmm. others in the public eye especially i mean in any time like that's just how humanity is like give people one reason and they're like nope they asked for whatever i mean it's it's a flaw obviously exactly and you know it is what it is with demi um they strive to help others so badly that's their whole you know agenda like i really really want to help others i want to use my experience to help others but the sad part here is that you know demi is the one that needs help and so they're hiding behind the shield of let me help others to kind of like of um deflect Ah. from the self-work that they need to do which Mm -hmm. is why you know coming out as non-binary and it was just talking on the podcast with that guy uh, well he's also they them oh sorry i'm messing up everything (laughs) alok alok this person um uh what's it called they were talking on the podcast and she he they sorry <laughs> I, it can be, I feel like it can be a lot but the yeah. point is to try they're right? both of them. Like, so yeah right. yeah alok or a lock i don't know was saying to demi that um you came up to me at my show and you were like is being non-binary when i'm finally healed and then demi was looking oh. into the camera with like teary eyes and just like not teary eyes but kind of like you can see that there's a lot of emotion and vulnerability there and just like smiling and nodding and then at that point i saw it as another out like another reason to why they're feeling so empty and so hollow mm-hmm. and so you know it's, it's different it's if you truly like... identify as that but it's also different if you're choosing it you know Go ahead. as something right. to feel sorry yeah <laughs> what were you saying caroline it's almost like no sorry yeah sorry I dropped out a little bit so sorry if I interrupted (laughs) you but it's almost like Demi is looking for a diagnosis that will be a catch-all for everything and there are so it's so multifaceted for them at this point of why they feel the way they feel Mm -hmm. that there's not a catch-all and I think sometimes that can be the addict's experience of if I just have one explanation, then there's only this much work I have to do versus, oh, there are lots of things and that's going to require a lot of work, which mm-hmm, I right. have fewer escapes for. But that's what it looks like from the outside looking in to me, not knowing Demi at all. No, perfectly it does. Said. It does um, feel like a situation that was set up for failure for her because, I mean, she she came into the industry as a child. Like, what was her other path, you know? And it's like we talked about with Brittany. Um, we talked about this not... I don't think I was on the podcast when we were talking about this. But, like, she was set up for failure like coming into the industry as a child. It, it's really just luck mm-hmm. of the draw. And you guys, Angela and Alana, talked to us about, like, you know, the, Selena's mom, right? I think it was, was, like, really active and, like, very protective of her. And, like, Taylor yes. made a big point of, like, being very smart. But, like, some people just... it's luck of the draw like it's who you are around and so like some people just really had a shitty hand yeah dealt to them yeah exactly which is as well yeah yeah Yeah. so anyway um well speaking of britney you know she's obviously been making headlines um for her, her um testimony in court and i think that actually this week she's going back to court mm-hmm. i think for a follow-up maybe even today when we record this but um i don't want to i do want to talk about her testimony but i also want to talk about the way that celebrities have wanted to align with her post-testimony so right. who we've heard from has been the garbage disposal himself, Justin Timberlake, which nobody yes. cares, get out of my feed. <laughs> Christina Aguilera in 
I don't know, whatever. It felt half-assed. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And then Jamie Lynn did a series of Insta stories last week that were like very defensive, but trying to remove herself because in the testimony, if you haven't read it or haven't listened to it as a listener, please do because it is worth your time. Um, Brittany started to lump a lot together under my family. And I think Mm -hmm. people made assumptions of who she was talking about. And I did. I assumed that she was talking about Jamie Lynn as well. And so Jamie Lynn came out with an Insta story that was basically like, not me, guys. So I want to hear like your (laughs) thoughts on all of it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, we recently made um, two, actually, two videos about Brittany. First one was the 10 main things that she um, exposed in court, which is crazy. Like definitely if someone out there, like a listener wants to know what's going on with Brittany, they have to go see because you're getting it firsthand from the source. And I remember yeah. the last time we talked about the conservatorship um, and even in the the blog post I made about like her traumatic upbringing, one main thing that, you know, we talked about was the fact that, you know, Brittany is mentally unwell but the conservatorship is harming her and now we Mm -hmm. kind of have direct confirmation from Brittany because she talks about how they drugged her put her on lithium for like a month um as punishment for saying that she doesn't want to do a certain dance move or no for punishment as saying that she wants to stop touring after four years the las vegas residency um or the fact that she was telling her assistant like i'm shocked that they're like they didn't do anything to me right now they're like really nice to me and then they like you know drugged her up on lithium she wasn't allowed to leave the house for a month and then they put her in this rehab facility in like the early 2019 where it looked like it was you know harming her and so i feel like now we kind of have confirmation that at the end of the day she is being controlled and now i feel like the main the main argument right now is like you know end the conservatorship end the conservatorship and a lot of people's other argument is okay but like she needs it and great point because that's what hannah and i have been feuding about recently so go ahead you tell us your thoughts yes we have (laughs) Uh, hannah is on this on the side of in the conservatorship period i'm on the side of she needs some help because she hasn't lived independently in so long at this point Mm. you know what it is i definitely the conservatorship she's under right now is harming her so if we were to like i like i don't think that she's going to get any better if anything she's going to get worse if she stays under this exact conservatorship we do all agree on that point yeah and the problem here is that if they remove it we all know how horrible the celebrity world is and how easy easy it is for vulnerable specifically women to be taken advantage of and so who knows like they end the conservatorship britney's you know she's able to like go out party and get married like what happens like she'll probably like end up black up drunk or high on something in like a club and then they're going to use that as an uh, example as well this is why she needs to be under conservatorship and i feel like that's been argued in like behind the scenes i feel like that is mm-hmm. the main thing that's been argued and so it's very conflicting because it's just like do you end it like who do you bring in like charge mm-hmm. um and- i also feel if they just let her like free as a bird she will uh, crash because she hasn't been living independently for so long mm-hmm. and I do think she is mentally unwell but she needs to be under better care and this is just doing more harm than good for her yeah she needs to be under like treatment actual treatment so I feel well, like my you know, go ahead no I just feel like they should the conservatorship should be ended but there has to be something put in place maybe like I don't know like a trustworthy like rehab facility <laughs> but away from that entire Britney estate that has just milked her money for all these years yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like you, everything you were saying is completely true, mm-hmm. but I also feel like 
she has been unduly punished for having a breakdown and being mentally unwell from the beginning. And so many celebrities go through like the same things she did from what I see and are not held to the same standards as her. And she doesn't have young children anymore. Like if she, if, you know, I do think that there could be a, like a rough start to her getting an adult life. But um, I've read about a lot of celebrities being like, unable to take care of themselves especially from child stars because you don't have to take care of yourself like if she does go out on her own like she's not going to be like her by herself yeah. like she is still going to have access to the things that everyone else has and because my mindset is like <laughs> burn it to the ground all all of the system and start over i'm yeah. just like there's no reason she shouldn't be able to exercise her freedoms and live her life as she wants and make her own choices and i i don't like it was one thing when she had small children to worry about mm -hmm. but i think they're like in their late teens yeah right yeah, i don't know I anyway i'm not i'm not saying i don't agree with what everything you're saying i do kind of think it's all true but i also think it's rough because so many people argue for like complete freedom you know without knowing exactly what they're arguing for and i think this is an example of like someone who really should be allowed to have her freedom back no i yeah, actually 100%. no i agree with you mm -hmm. i agree with you completely because it, that's an argument that Brittany has also made she's like i work i do all of this i tour like she tours insane like she tours like for four years straight i think mm -hmm. um for the for the residency and she's like most celebrities don't even do that and we all we've talked about how tour breaks the celebrity apart so it's only you know you can only imagine what's that done to Brittany right you know, away from the conservatorship so i definitely feel like you know she ha she deserves to be free she deserves to be free and that's why i do think that you know staying under this conservatorship is just going to harm her and I do agree right. that she, you know, it should, should be ended, but like, I don't know what it should there be put in place. Like, I don't know. I just, maybe people trust Brittany, like give her. What's you know, another situation like Dan <laughs> It's just, it's almost painful in that there's, what is a good solution? Like there's almost yeah. no good solution. She's been set up to fail. Like there's just so many examples of that. Yeah. Like, okay, there's no way for like you to run off happily into a field of daisies or whatever at the end of this. Like, It's because the industry works against a celebrity, but I feel like Britney does not want to work anymore. So I feel like, yeah. I feel like what she wants to do is, you know, just get married. But like, that's also another thing. We don't know if that boyfriend of hers is like just using her or whatnot. Ugh. And yeah. I want to have that out a too. lot of, you know, opinions about that. And I feel like, you know, um, the only the, the main like anchor to why she got into this conservatorship in the first place is because she had young kids at the time and that's yeah, right. how you differentiate between like why justin wasn't put in the conservatorship in 2014 why miley when she was acting up why demi you know is because mm -hmm. they did not you know they weren't a harm to like their kids because they didn't have kids that and does so make, you that make makes a good sense. point that they're that you know the, yeah that their kids are old now and you know not old but you know not toddlers right, right. Yeah, so you know, it's so, it's so sad, honestly. Like I think it I, is really, like, really I teared sad. up while reading her. You know, yeah, it was that. very emotional to read. Mm -hmm. One of the takeaways for me too, you know, I talked about <clears throat> earlier Justin's Arrested Development, and I feel like reading and I listened to a little bit. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Reading her testimony, she absolutely sounds more with it than her Instagram captions do and her videos on Instagram do. Yeah. Like, she sounds really spaced out in those. But she also, as a woman in her late 30s, sounds younger than she really is in the way that she phrases things. That it's like, clearly there was something that you stopped at this age because she the way she worded things i'm like it sounds like talking to a teenager which is no yeah. like 
criticism on her it was just interesting to read that it was like okay there's definitely been some peril in well, the yeah, arrested development her. just like yeah. you're talking about with justin bieber like a celebrity to mature mm-hmm. that it's like right. you are always going to be the 14 year old or 15 year old girl from oops i did it again in some respects and right this encapsulates that for me yeah they say that you um like get stuck at the age that you were became you became famous and oh, wow. yeah and Brittany um Britney actually had like, I don't know if any of this is public, but when she first was like, you know, a huge celebrity, like in the late 90s, like she had extremely bad like partying phase. Like she was, you know, like partying in like the European countries, like, you know, oh wow, <laughs> like getting crazy. And so she made a lot, you know, she was taken advantage of a lot. Um, and she experienced with such like insane things at like what, 15, 16, 17. Right. Right. And yeah. that was and a lot of that was, like you know, it wasn't in the States. And that's what most people don't know. Um, and to the point where she started confiding in like random reporters and journalists, which they're the ones that I just I don't know, I feel like this information will come to light um, that will quote Britney as back in the day. And, you know, she was in a girl group and for a short period of time. And I remember that girl group, um, they went like overseas or something and they just went crazy on the partying phase. And she wanted to like live in Europe for all her life. And so she oh, came gosh. back to the States. <laughs> and then so it was just like Britney has led like has you know, led like about 60 different lives in one. And so right. it's not shocking that she has, she's become, you know, she's what we see today. And going back to like the Instagram activity, that was super scary. I definitely feel like she was like drugged up on all that. And we have confirmation of that. She was saying that, you know, yeah. she was taking yeah. medication that she didn't want to be taking. And I think they, you know, they wrote captions for her or anything like that because she was in rehab and yet posting on Instagram. Like, Yeah, I definitely don't think they handed her her phone and just left her alone no. with it. Yeah. Well, because, you know, her statement even said, Actually, I can't remember if it was her statement or people who've spoken out since her testimony that she didn't have access to a cell phone that she would like borrow people's to call because and then when they found out I must have been listening to a podcast. Do you know the girls who do Britney's Graham that were kind of the first ones to start the free Britney movement? Yeah, the one that's referenced in the Hulu um, free Britney. So they have a new one out called toxic and it's like Mm. her story but they had gotten sources from paralegals at the um, law firm that were working on the conservatorship with some details and whatever but she was not allowed to have her own phone and so she would like borrow people's at hotels and call people but then her dad would find out about it and she would be like quote unquote punished for it so Mm -hmm. I can't imagine that they're like here's Instagram do whatever like that doesn't make sense to me right I mean it would only behoove them to continue to make her look on Instagram unable to care for herself care for herself and like to make her look like out of it and not with it and stuff like that do you guys think that her boyfriend is in it for her <laughs> the silence <laughs> I know I, 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 I that's my answer to saying that like he just fits in a role yeah yeah like that he's yeah. completely just kind of just being paid to fit in the role of Britney's boyfriend to keep her company for a minute or two yeah so like I have I don't I don't think they're like actually together unless Britney's like either. I don't think there's. I don't think he's genuine to be honest and a lot of sources it, you know Britney is very like secluded right now so it's like a lot of things are like um you know rumors but like many sources that you know i've heard from like other people as well that i don't no one thinks that he's genuine and there's a lot of like cheating rumors there and i think we've talked about that last time on the podcast and he's mm-hmm. like possibly getting paid to just like yeah the that's what i had read yeah he's like part of the payroll like yeah, yeah. but so jamie lynn is too i read or maybe i listened to it on the podcast that like she is technically on britney's payroll as well for like child care quote unquote if 
if Britney was touring, Jamie Lynn would be backstage like wrangling the boys. And so she is a permanent employee for that reason. The, huh. Yeah, the entire Spears family is benefiting off Britney, like the mom, the dad, and the sister. And when um when the whole conservatorship was, you know, the drama with Free Britney in 2019, when it first erupted, everyone took the side of the mom. And one thing yeah. I, they were like, no, no, like, like her mom is like, you know, Lynn Spears is like, you know, trying to help her best. And I specifically made it as like one of my targets, actually, <laughs> to go against that in my post. And I was like, no, 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 no. Both her parents are actually trash. Because, yeah. you know, Lynn Spears, she aided in a lot of stuff that happened to Britney. And like we talked huh. about, like, you know, a, a parent that's present versus a parent that's not in the industry. If yeah. anything, that Britney's mom was not just not, pre was present, but present and pushing her in like the bad direction. Encouraging, right. encouraging all this behavior. And so then it came out that she wanted to like have some sort of role in the conservatorship. Like, no, <laughs> both you guys yeah. need to like step away. And also, doesn't she only have like $50 million? Like I'm, isn't Britney like she's supposed to have like at least like four hundred million or something like that? Like she has right. a huge estate, but it's because everyone's just been thirsting off of her for the past thirteen years. That's that sucks. Awful. Well, okay, tell me this because one of my favorite, um, not favorite because it's awful rumors, <laughs> but that I believe is that Jamie Lynn's the father of Jamie Lynn's daughter is the producer from Zoe One Hundred One. But her um, parents are covering that up. Do you believe that? Dan Schneider? Dan yeah. Schneider? You believe it? I believe it only because yeah, you know, I believe when that. she said it. She said it? Yeah. No, our source. Our source actually was the oh, one that oh, brought it up. <laughs> um, brought it up. And, uh, she was just like, like, I believe this. Obviously, there's no way to tell because it was like 2007 when it first happened. Like, I can't trace back that information. Right. I was just probably like a child. <laughs> but no, no. I believe <laughs> right. that actually. You know, allegedly. Well, <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. But the the... Maddie, I think that's her name, um, looks just like him. Mm -hmm. And the, they basically like paid her boyfriend at the time to say that he was the dad. And I'm like, I'm not into lots of conspiracy theories. JK, I am into all of <laughs> yeah, conspiracy I don't, theories. Who are, who are you I trying to fool at this every, point? <laughs> I don't fully buy into most of them, only dipping toes into them, but I do buy into that one. And I'm like, the parents then are culpable in that too, that a grown man took advantage of a very minor child. Right. And that to me tells me everything I need to know. Yes, mm -hmm. for sure. Especially Allegedly. Because he's like such a creep. Yeah. Like he like, was such a creep. Yeah. He's like, like known as a creep. Like, like endless experiences with him. Because he worked on the show that Ariana Grande was on too, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And like so somebody real? was posting on like TikTok or they got it from YouTube. It was like a compilation of iCarly and like Victorious like backstage and they would just show the cast's reaction when Dan Schneider would like playfully touch them and all of that like it was, they were like running away from him and Ugh. all the guys that were on like iCarly and Victorious were like trying to kind of just be present because he was so like flirty with the girls and I remember like he kept trying to touch like Miranda Cosgrove like trying to tackle her mm -hmm. and like I remember um Jerry Trainer was just like trying to get him off it was just so creepy yeah that's, ugh. Ugh, that's gross um okay so on to some lighter news so we don't <laughs> like ugh, i was gonna end us there but i'm not because that's gross but yeah. um megan fox and machine gun kelly because that's who you want to know about right hannah yes yes 
Okay. Tell us they're real, <laughs> right? Or are they? Oh, no, no, they're actually real. They're real. Okay. They're not we need PR. to come with the no, no, they're fake. <laughs> um, he's he's known for like a lot of drug use, right? Oh yes. Yeah. So that's actually like a main problem. Like oh, I, don't, okay. I think I think the drug use for you know Megan or like the usual you know celebrity drugs. I feel like that has been the past for her. She's had her like you know wild bad girl phase when she was in the beginning of her acting career. Um, but I feel like because she you know she, she's a mom and she was in a serious relationship an adult relationship for over 10 years, 10 years it was, um, that she left that in this, like behind. Because from what I've heard is that like, that is something that she doesn't like about him. So I don't, I'm not hearing that, you know, he's like dealing her drugs because the thing is that celebrities that a lot of the time they deal other celebrities drugs. Because the more right, you right, are, right, the better right. drugs you have. It's just, it's a soul thing. <laughs> right. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so that's definitely one thing. So, you know, reportedly he's like, really bad in drug use and that's something that's you know well known about him yeah i believe that yeah um but like there you know there are a couple that works i don't know if it's a couple that works for the time like for just this current season um because for him it's like he's you know dating megan fox like the megan fox everyone knew she was like the hottest woman alive um and for her it's like once again like courtney like fulfilling that like bad boy-esque coming out of like you know a 10-year relationship that was serious with this guy living your youth again yeah living your youth again she looks hot as hell and despite the fact they're also once again in the same age group they both have led different lives he's the rock star the drug use blah 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 and you know (laughs) megan has had more of like a fairly stable life and one thing, you know, she was treated badly by the industry, and you know, behind the scenes. Um, and she's also talked about that too, about like the harassment or the fact that she would just get blacklisted for I don't remember why. I don't know if you guys heard she about got that. Got blacklisted because she said, "What's his name?" Uh, Michael Bay yeah. said she was very hard to work for, and then it came out that like, yeah, just so much more stuff came out. And I mean, like at this point, a huge fan. Did I say Megan Kelly? Are you manifesting them being engaged? Yeah, and becoming like Fox News anchors. Oh no! (laughs) Uh, No, I'm a big, I'm a like a big Megan Fox fan because like I just feel like she was so like. Did you fall in love with her just like I did on Mary Kate and Ashley's straight to video Holiday in the Sun? She was in that. Yeah, she was the mean girl. She was the mean girl, and that's where I found her for the very first time. It was pre some work done, so you do have to squint your eyes a little bit. But it is a hundred percent her. Um, and also she was in Teenage Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. She played. She killed that role. Oh yes, yes. Yes. (laughs) I still argue every role. (laughs) She definitely stole the screen from Mary Kate and Ashley during Holiday in the Sun. So I'm looking it up on IMDb now. But anyway, um, she. Yeah. Go ahead. Also, oh, with her relationship, um, I feel like now she's finally in a space where, like, she's kind of like redeeming back her image. Like, she's no longer yeah. blacklisted. You know, people are respecting her again. And we're also in an era right now, which is great that women like, get respected just because they're hot. Does not mean you can touch them? Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like she's <laughs> yeah. Like, that's no, that's that's so. And like, she like went on an interview to try to talk about that, and they just like laughed yeah. at her. Yeah. And, you know and that's one thing that she really dealt with like she was like you know mesmerizing and so everyone like wanted to touch the prize you know it's right. sad but like that's her reality so now she's kind of like you know when you reclaim your narrative and i think that's yeah what she's like doing. monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly. well you know jessica beale got all sorts of eye rolls for me included uh, this was years ago when she was trying to basically make that point but i don't know i'm sure the media twisted it but mm-hmm. she was basically like it's it's really hard to be this good looking and everyone was like shut up because like she the way she said it was not right but her point was like i want to be more than just 
attractive in Hollywood, but nobody would give it to her. But the way she said it was like, okay, shut up. Right. Yeah. It's one of those things of like, well, you can't like if if like rich people try and complain about stuff in general you're just like well right but i mean it's not not fair it, it's not unfair of people to have grievances and i think we're just like well you have some good things so be happy with it which is <laughs> so unfair of yeah. people in general to kind of just have that mindset yeah, but, they don't like take them seriously it's like you're so beautiful what do you have to be what do you have to complain about right right mm-hmm. um anyway so I don't know. I'm. I, I kind of feel like they're they're one of those relationships that's like hits hard and fast and will fizzle out very yeah, dramatically at some if, point. Yeah. I don't know if they'll get. Well, I think I think yeah. she's overselling it too. Like, what did she say that they aren't soulmates? They're like mm-hmm. soul twins. Did you read oh, this comment flames, that I was like, I was like, girl, you need to to chill just a little bit. She's like, spending too much time on like, It's more than soulmates. Yes, I'm like, yes, okay. exactly. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, Hannah, I thought Hannah was my twin flame too, but look how that worked out for me. <laughs> no. exactly. It fizzles out. It all fizzles out. You can't <laughs> go too far too fast. Guys, <laughs> after this podcast, we're holding a therapy session, all right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, what, what news as we wrap up? Are people not talking about that you feel like they should be talking about if there's anything? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I'll just draw You don't have blade. to give us an exclusive, oh, when, but um, if, if it's like Scooter and Yale, like oh, possibly. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Actually, I reached yes, that is, out. That's I actually, fresh news. Yeah, yeah, I actually reached out for information. I'm waiting to hear back about that. Yeah, because people I think that he's garbage. Ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do so you? Scooter- Do you think everyone thinks that like we're on scooter's payroll and you know i could be but <laughs> i would have they so much respect for you us. if you are they yeah, always like- group us and scooter together as if like we're on this like team yeah and it's just like <laughs> no we actually have beef with team bieber but no yeah the the thing is whenever i talk about scooter i always make an effort to say he's a great businessman and i'm not totally. i don't talk about him as a person everyone's like yeah you love scooter like you want to defend him i'm like no no he's a good businessman that's what i'm saying like he if he he'll play dirty and he has played dirty mm-hmm. and that's what right. i mean by, by saying he's a good businessman but like personal wise well, you've, like, you've got to to succeed in the industry right exactly like, especially yeah. when you're managing train wrecks uh, central of justin <laughs> ariana and demi like come on totally <laughs> right um and so i remember one specific reader um kept asking a few months ago remember please tell us about yale and scooter like i'm going through their instagram and i kept saying alana's the one that you know knows information because she's always like been intrigued by yale and scooter <laughs> i keep yeah. saying this God, what is the like, intrigue there like what, what have you been intrigued about <laughs> that she <laughs> oh God. so this was like 2017 when i was intrigued by her and i was just like wow like her husband scooter braun she doesn't have to do anything for the rest of her life but and, she's like, also like justin she does well she does she does do um she's like the founder of the f cancer organization because mm-hmm. oh. her mom had cancer oh, which yeah. is a huge organization i work in the yeah. cancer nonprofit space as well mm-hmm. and the f cancer organization is huge yeah. i mean that's a huge one. Oh, i don't know that good for her yeah. Yeah. go off you <laughs> go off girl yeah exactly <laughs> i guess they just like they did seem so like um they looked like such a young couple, even though they were both in like their thirties. But they kind of gave me like teenage love. I don't know, but like well, I he was looks like such a bro. He yeah. does. He's the broiest yeah. bro. I can't handle. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but when people would ask, I it was just like a small group of people that wanted to know more about like Justin's managers and like more on like people on Justin's team, like his stylist and stuff. So I was kind of just like, yeah, I'll give you guys that information, but let me just give 
the masses what they want about actual celebrities before I start talking about their like managers. Yeah. So right. but I did get information now after months of banking. <laughs> <laughs> I like asked for it. Yeah. So we're hopefully to get the inside tea on that. Okay, perfect. I will eagerly await. I I think I think that's fascinating too. I always think it's fascinating like the dynamics between a couple who one person is like really famously successful mm-hmm. like on the outside and the other is a little more behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. and I think especially in a situation where they're technically both behind the scenes roles, but Scooter has become a celebrity in his own right, which is really fascinating to me because I don't know that outside of the industry, most managers do. Like, I think, right. you yeah. know, Larry Rudolph's name because of Britney's infamy, but you probably wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And you knew like Lou Pearlman because he was a creep who took advantage of all the boy banders. But other than that, like you don't know most managers that way. Right. And right, so right. that's really fascinating to me. Yes, exactly. Which tells you a lot about Scooter's dynamic and how he handles his personal life and how him and Yale have portrayed like this perfect fairy tale. Yeah, that's also why why people were fascinated by them, because Scooter was kind of like a celebrity in his own little terms. So I think people were kind of looking at them like the ones who were fascinated were looking at them as if they were also another celebrity couple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. And he's interesting to me because... As just as many people came out in support of Taylor Swift, came out in support of him, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's always one that like I'm a like, clear bad guy, right? Right? Yeah. Right? He's he's not like he. It's like that's a two sides to every story, not in no, the way that's just, like justice for Taylor. Oh, totally. But <laughs> yeah. it's not. That's what I'm saying. Not in the way that's like, oh, you might be right, but in the way that's like from your perspective and other people's perspective, hearing your side, you probably completely believe what you're saying well yeah Yeah. because yale like made headlines because she came out swinging on her instagram Mm -hmm. against taylor like she did not pull any punches from that i was rereading it last night and i was like right (laughs) right, right. a lot no yeah exactly that anyway and you know what it is someone brought up um like fans of justin are talking they're like you know it's so sad that justin right now his the two male figures in his life that are so prominent have had like dwindling marriages like we have carl and and now we have scooter and everyone's like like how is this gonna negatively um impact him so that's you know gonna be interesting to see and i'm gonna see my sources information on that because we have a huge daily post coming up um, and it just daily the past couple of months have really given me like heart problems. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I will be reading. I cannot 100%. wait to that. Yeah. And I hope you throw in numerous Emily Van Camp gifts because oh, I live for those. I miss her. I miss when I just post her face everywhere. Yeah. I, I did Google her the other day because I'm like, surely you've done something to give me life after revenge because right. I just live for it. Well, she is, you know, heavily involved in Marvel now. So mm-hmm. and she has her true. show The Resident where she's a nurse practitioner. Oh, really right. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. I never finished that yeah. show. It was like a season one and then i stopped but it was a really good show i'm gonna go back to watch my home girl i do like okay, her that's a lot <laughs> yeah anyway well thank you guys for joining us again we would love to have you on again if for no other reason than this can be <laughs> mine and hannah's reunion tour like the spice girls so exactly except bigger <laughs> yeah oh, way bigger um thank you uh for anybody who wants to find out more if this is their first time listening let them know where to find you guys yeah of course well thanks guys for having us uh you guys can find us uh Twitter and YouTube and the website exposing SMG and the website is exposing exposingsmg.com and on Instagram exposing SMG blog. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't wait um, to read more. I'm 
I can't wait to read that Jaylee post and others, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining us and we will catch you guys next time. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for, thanks having, for us. having us. <laughs>